to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm pumped to have this conversation. This is a question that came straight from one of you, straight from the community, because I do these live Q&As in our podcast community Facebook group, which if you don't know about this, usually about once a month, I'll do like a half an hour Q&A in our podcast community Facebook group, answer whatever questions are on your mind. Sometimes I get to all the questions, sometimes I don't, but this question was really awesome, and I know so many of you are going to resonate with it, so I was like, I have to do a whole podcast episode on this, which by the way, if you want to hop into that Facebook group, it's obviously totally free. It's just a private Facebook group. You get to connect with other people that are in this community. You get to connect more with me. We do Q and A's, stuff like that. So the link is always in the show notes for that. Um, but I wanted to bring this question into the actual podcast. So it lives on forever and ever because it was so good. Um, and the question that we're going to be talking about today is what is the best way to get in cardio, but not cause hormone imbalances? Because I know some of you really like to run or jog, this specific person who asked this question, she's a jogger, she's a runner. She's like, I really like to do these things. Like, how can I do this in a way that's not going to mess up my hormones? So that is what we are going to get into today. But before we do, I have to make sure that you know about this new-ish free training that I have because it's so freaking good. There are so many of you that are already in it and I'm loving it so much. It is all about how you can create hormone balanced meals, which is all about balancing your blood sugar, which we talk about a lot in this podcast. This is actually a training I pulled straight from my course, the mind your hormones method. One of the modules in the mind your hormones method, the actual, the very first one, it's also the most in-depth one is balancing out your blood sugar. I took one of the trainings from there. Literally it is now free for you because this is so important for you to nail down. It is like the like step number one so that you can start healing all your imbalances. Well, not all of them, but you could start healing your imbalances. Obviously it's not the only thing that you have to do, but this is one of the most important things that you could do right away. No matter what your imbalance is, it is going to get improved once you understand and learn how to build hormone healthy meals that are blood sugar balancing instead of just getting a meal plan and not actually knowing how to do it. Okay. There's also a video tutorial of me making a smoothie, teaching you my formula for that, stuff like that. It's really amazing. Totally free. And like I said, this is part of the Mind Your Hormones method. So you know it's freaking amazing, okay? The link is in the show notes for you to get access to that. It's a game changer. Okay, now let's get into our episode today. What is the best way to get in cardio but not cause hormone imbalances? Well, first things first is you need to know where you're currently at with your hormone imbalances. If you are in a place where you know that your hormones are really out of whack, Cardio is going to be, and and also with cardio, it's like walking is also cardio, by the way, because your cardio is just something that improves your heart health, that works your cardiovascular system, right? That's what cardio is. A lot of times we only think of cardio as like running, jogging, spin class, hit classes, like all these things, like intense cardio where you're like sweating like crazy, but walking is also cardio. So let's just like start with that with you could get cardio in by walking. Okay. Anything that really just like gets your heart rate up is going to, you know, support 
support your cardio. And walking is literally one of the most undervalued forms of movement possible. It is, it supports your blood sugar. It supports your digestion. It supports your heart. It supports your brain. Like it is, and your brain on like a fundamental level of like reducing Alzheimer's, but also from like an emotional standpoint of walking in nature. It's just like, oh, it's so amazing. But anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. But what I'm saying is if you are someone who your where your hormones are really out of whack like you have PCOS and you haven't learned how to really address the root causes of it yet. You are maybe in a place where it's like you are unable to lose weight and you have weight that you want to lose or you're unable to maintain a healthy weight. You're just like rapidly gaining weight out of quote unquote nowhere. You don't know what's going on. You have really bad PMS symptoms, whether that's mood swings, whether it's acne, whether it's like feeling really sad or depressed or angry, um, whether it is, um, did I say migraines already? Migraines, acne, painful periods, heavy periods, not getting pregnant having digestive issues, bloating, like any of these symptoms, if you are currently dealing with that, then it is in your best interest to completely cut intense cardio other than walking, right? But completely cutting intense cardio, which I know some of you are like, oh, I don't like that answer. Well, I'm not here to tell you the answer you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what's actually going to help you because until your body begins to balance out, this is something that needs to be cut out completely because you, you your hormones will not balance if you don't give it this break and your adrenals need a break. If you are in this place where your hormones are really out of whack, like I said, you maybe you're not getting pregnant, your period is irregular, you have PCOS that's not addressed, your painful periods, PMS, like all this stuff. Okay. Your adrenals need a break. Your hormones need to reset. Your body has to feel safe. We all have an energetic and a stress threshold. And if your body is going through these imbalances and you're not listening and you're still doing intense exercises, maybe you're like, but Corinne, I am listening in certain areas. Like I'm sleeping good. I started supplements. Like I'm changing things I'm eating. Yes, that's all freaking amazing. And I love it. But if you're still doing intense exercises and you're still doing certain things, but you're not seeing the results and you are still doing these intense exercises, you're never going to find balance, period. Our body needs space in order to find balance. And the truth of the matter is intense cardio like that, especially often. And when your hormones are out of whack is just further putting you into a state of imbalance. And this is because obviously, you know, our, our hormones are tightly connected to literally everything in our body. If your cortisol levels are off, if your adrenal are taxed out, which a lot of times when your hormones are imbalanced, again, we talk about this all, all the time, the major root causes of all hormonal imbalances are blood sugar dysregulation, your nervous system is out of whack, your liver isn't, uh, I, not ideally, your liver isn't optimally detoxifying things, you have inflammation and gut issues going on, you have nutrient deficiencies. Literally every single module that we have in the Mind Your Hormones Method, those are the major root causes of all hormonal imbalances. So when these things are going on, if you are continuously doing a lot of intense cardio, you are just raising your cortisol level up and up and up, you're causing your adrenals to continuously produce more out, you're causing your body to use progesterone to produce more cortisol, which we recently did in episode on um, progesterone, like spotting, how that's a cause of low progesterone. I'll link that in the show notes because I talk more about that there. But the point is when your body has to produce more cortisol, it uses progesterone in order to do that. And progesterone is needed for you to not have PMS, for you to get pregnant, for your period to be regulated out, like all the things. Okay. 
So you have to be in more of a state of balance in order for your body to handle cardio. And I know this is really, really hard for some of you, especially if maybe you're in network marketing and like part of your job is doing all these different types of workouts and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, it's not going to work for your body until you find a state of balance, until you give your body the space, until you slow down, you do walking, you do yoga, Pilates, slow strength training. You are not doing intense exercises that are putting your stress threshold over the top where your body cannot heal. Because this, what this actually does, when your hormones are out of whack, when your cortisol levels are all dysregulated, your body is holding on to fat. It's storing fat. It's wasting energy. It's not working optimally. It's not allowing your hormones to work for you because they're out of whack. And in order to get them back into whack, we have to give our body a break, especially if you have thyroid issues too. This is so, so, so freaking important. Okay. So if your body is, you know, in it, you, so you have to be really self-aware. So number one, you have to be really self-aware and know where you're currently at with your hormone health. If you know that you're not in the, in the place that you want to be in yet, but you're still doing these intense cardio exercises and you're not getting the results you want, this is a place to look at. Okay. Now, after you're in a state of more balance, right? When you notice that your energy is improving, your period is regulated out, you're confirming ovulation, you know that you're ovulating, you're tracking your basal body temperature, so you are confirming it. Your PMS is like gone. You might feel a little tired around your period, obviously, but your PMS is like greatly reduced. You're sleeping really well. You're regularly pooping. You're maintaining a healthy weight with ease. When you're noticing these things happening, when you're in a more hormonally balanced state, there's always room to grow. It's not like everything has to be perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect period in general, but you, you know that you're in a more state of balance. You're like, okay, I'm definitely healing. I definitely feel so much better. This is when you can start incorporating more cardio during your follicular and ovulation phase when your hormones can actually support it. Because again, this is why we also talk about cycle phases is because our hormones are shifting throughout the entire month. Now, if you're someone who's on hormonal birth control, um, then you do not have cycle phases because you don't, you're not ovulating. So you don't have the different shifts in your hormone levels. You have synthetic hormones. Okay. So that doesn't apply to you. Obviously, if you're pregnant, you also don't have cycle phases because you're not ovulating. Um, also, if you're not getting a period, um, or your period is completely irregular, like you're getting it like three times a year, you don't really have cycle phases because we need to be regularly ovulating in order to actually track our cycle phases. Okay. But once you are, again, this is why it's really important to first address the root cause of what's going on. First, get our hormones in balance. First, really learn how to naturally heal our imbalances with food, less supplementation, literally everything I talk about on this podcast, everything I teach in the mind, your hormones method, like this is step number one. All right, for all of you listening right now, no matter what is going on in your hormones, you need to be taking this supplement. Every single person on the planet needs to be taking this. And of course, if you've listened to this before, you know I'm about to say magnesium bisglycinate, specifically bisglycinate. Not all forms of magnesium are created equal. And the reason why we need this in our bodies, especially because we're talking about, you know, overdoing it with your cardio and making sure that we have an even stress threshold and all these things, our body, when it's stressed out, whether that's from over-exercising, under-eating, emotional things that are going on, hormone imbalances, whatever it is, literally uses magnesium in order, 
when we're stressed out. Like your body literally gets stripped of magnesium. So this is something that we constantly need to be having in our routine on a daily basis. Yes, there are magnesium rich foods, of course. However, the soil is depleted in magnesium, even when it's organic. And again, whatever stress is going on in your body, it is being stripped of that. So we have to supplement with it. And there are a ton of different forms of magnesium on the market, like magnesium citrate, um, magnesium uh, oxide. Like we really want to make sure it's magnesium bisglycinate because that is the one that is the most absorbable form in the body and the one that's going to actually support your hormones, which is why I'm obsessed with the Miracle Worker Magnesium from Gut Personal. I personally like the powdered version. Um, There are capsule versions as well, but I like the, the powder because I think it tastes really good. I put it in room temperature water and a wine glass at night, mix it up. It's like the best. I've taken it for over a year now. It has greatly supported my sleep, my poops. I know it helps support my hormones. I am currently taking it while pregnant. Of course, always check with your doctor, but it is something that I continue continuously take. Um, so that is one supplement from Gut Personal that I am always a diehard for. I also love their vitamin D3 supplement, which in order for your body to properly absorb vitamin D3, you also need proper magnesium levels. So taking both of them together is really, really key. And they have incredible other products on there as well to really help soothe your gut. It's all about personalizing gut supplements to you. So if you're someone who is experiencing some kind of digestive distress, whether it's bloating, heartburn, indigestion, uh, constipation, diarrhea, like I feel like I sound like that that commercial upset stomach diarrhea. What is that for? I forget. But anyway, that's just what it reminded me of. But they have all supplements on there to help support you with that. You could take the free quiz they have on their site to see which ones are best for you. They have awesome prebiotics and probiotics. They have digestive enzymes. I mean, like the list goes on and on and on. I personally know the founder of this company. I love her. She is a functional registered dietitian who has been specializing in gut health for over a decade. So she knows her shit literally and figuratively. Okay. Okay. So I want you to head to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. Definitely check out the magnesium. Definitely check out the vitamin D3. Take that quiz. See what other supplements come up for you. They also, if you are someone who's struggling with allergies, which if, if you're listening to this in real time, a lot of people are struggling with that right now. They have an allergy supplement that actually gets to the root cause of the histamine levels instead of putting a bandaid on it, like Claritin and stuff like that. Like that is not the approach we take over here. So go check it out. Gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. Because you're a listener of the show, you get a discount on any and all products through that through Gut Personal using code Corinne at checkout, C-O-R-I-N-N-E. Of course, if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Once we get to that place, then we can optimize by shifting things within our cycle phases because we actually have a regular cycle so we can track where our cycle phases are. And in your follicular and your ovulation phase, you have the hormonal support where your hormones are raising. They're at higher levels, specifically your estrogen, your testosterone. So you have that backing you where you can handle more cardio in those seasons. However, some people can just never really handle intense cardio. And I'm one of those people. I'm someone who I have PCOS. My body is very sensitive to certain things. Even if I take multiple bar classes in a row during my follicular and ovulatory phase, I will notice that my period will be delayed a little bit. So not every time, but it depends on what else is going on because again, it depends on your stress threshold. If you have other things that are going on in your life emotionally, that's taking a toll on your body. So this has to be very, you have to be really self-aware. You have to have a lot of discernment around what's best for your actual body, not what's best for your ego. You need to listen to your body. So yes, you will have more of a 
hormonal capacity in your follicular and your ovulation phase to handle more cardio, but not everybody can handle an intense HIIT workout every single day or multiple times a week or spin or jogging or whatever it is. So what I would suggest is, again, being really aware of where your hormone levels are currently at, getting yourself in a place of balance. The first place to start, again, get that free training and learn how to have hormone healthy meals by balancing your blood sugar. Learn how to build them out. That is one of the best things you could possibly do no matter where you're at in your hormone journey. So that could be an amazing step one to start getting things moving in the right direction and really being conscious of not doing intense cardio exercises when you're healing your hormones, slowing things down, doing walks, doing uh, slow strength training, Pilates, yoga, things like that. Okay. Then when you're in a more state of balance, we can optimize things. Your period is regular. You know what your cycle phase is. Okay. Then we're in our follicular and ovulatory phase. All right. Let's start adding in some, um, again, if you like this type of stuff, if you don't like intense cardio, then don't ever do it. But I'm speaking to the people who are like, but I like jogging. I like running. I like doing hit. When things are balanced out, when you know, when your cycle phases are in your follicular and ovulatory phase, this is when you could start incorporating some of that jogging, running, spinning, whatever, I would start slow doing it a couple days a week. You could even do it in like kind of an interval thing with jogging. Like, can you run for 15 or 20 minutes and then walk for five or 10 minutes and then run and then stop or whatever. Okay. Now, obviously some of you are like marathon runners and you like, you are a runner. Um, so this is going to look different for you, but again, it's really comes back to, how, how else you are supporting yourself through this. If you're training for a marathon or something like that, I still don't recommend running during your period. I still don't recommend doing long runs during your late luteal phase. Um, I would recommend doing more of the, again, strength training that is still going to support you as a runner. Again, I'm not a runner, so I have zero like knowledge on this. So, but I'm just saying this is what I would be at. But again, if you do, if you are training for something like that, and your hormones are out of balance, again, this is just something where they're not going to be able to heal if that's what you're doing. But if you are in a state of balance, you're like, okay, but now I'm ready to do a marathon. What you have to really look into is making sure that if you do start incorporating more runs, more cardio, you're watching your symptoms. You're seeing if they are increasing. You're seeing, is your period still staying regular? Is your PMS still gone? Are your energy levels still good? Are you still able to maintain a healthy weight? Like, are you still sleeping really well? Like looking at all of these things. And then if, since you know, this is going to be more energy intensive, really honing in. And maybe you need to sleep more, making sure you're eating enough, making sure we have these practices in place, like meditation, um, like taking time to set boundaries, understand our triggers so that we're not having as much of a stress overload while we're doing this training on top of it. Okay. So that was a total tangent, but I know some of you maybe are trainers. So I wanted to bring that into this, but anyway, if you are someone who's going to start incorporating this, the main thing that I need to tell you is, again, in your flick and auditory phases, start slow with it, especially if you're like, I'm finally in a state of balance. I started healing. Now I want to start these things. Listen to your body. Notice, do you feel drained or do you feel energized after that cardio workout? Are your symptoms starting to come back? Okay. Again, work your way up, start a couple times a week. Then you could increase it in that follicular and ovulatory phase and then back off of it again in your luteal and menstrual phase. So your action steps for this are number one, address where you're currently at with your hormones. Get really clear, get really self-aware, have the discernment of like, okay, 
shit's out of whack right now. Like I'm not going to add more fuel to the fire by throwing cardio, intense cardio exercises at my body, jacking my cortisol levels up, taxing my adrenals even more, not allowing my blood sugar to properly stabilize, not allowing my nervous system to reset. Like really let's get clear. Again, this is about listening to your body, not your ego. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is if you're really imbalanced, get that shit in check before even thinking about adding in intense cardio other than walking, which walking is a form of cardio and is amazing for your body. And we have to get out of the mindset of thinking that I have to break an insane amount, a insane sweat, I have to do a crazy workout just to lose weight. It's like, is that working though? Because for me, when I was doing that, I was at my heaviest. I was also at feeling my worst. I was also constipated. I was also getting migraines. I also had an irregular period. Like all of that was going on when I was doing these intense exercises. It wasn't until I started doing Pilates and yoga and walking that I was, and obviously, of course, the other nutritional and lifestyle changes that go along with it, but that I was easily able to maintain a healthy weight, to actually have definition in my body, to not even have to think about it. Like really get clear on, is this just a societal norm that I'm thinking I have to do this in order to maintain a healthy weight or in order to lose weight or in order to not be lazy or whatever? Or is this just something that like I actually do enjoy doing? Because some of you just might enjoy that type of cardio. And I want you to know you don't have to cut it out for forever. It's just when you are in that healing period, we really do need to cut it out. Once you get more balanced out, then again, that's your last action step. If you're in a state of balance, Start trying to add in some of that cardio in your follicular and ovulatory phase, slowly adding up to it and start paying attention to how your body responds. What I want you to get out of this episode is be extremely self-aware of where you're at, have the discernment to know the difference between you wanting to do something because of past beliefs and things that are stuck like in your head of what you've been told and where your ego wants you to do. And also the discernment of around like what actually brings you joy, what's actually going to make you feel good and how you can learn how to slowly start adding more of those things in. If you do like doing that when it's best for your body. So it's always about listening to your body and this takes time and it's trial and error. So it's like, okay, I'm going to cut it out for a little bit. I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to get back into balance. I'm feeling good. Okay. Now I'm adding it back in and okay, great. I did good. It was like once or twice a week and I feel awesome. Then maybe you up your like intense cardio to three or four times a week during your flicker and avatory phase. And then you're like, oh shit, my period changed and it was off. Okay. Let me back down. It's an experiment. It's all about listening to how your body is responding, understanding the signs your body is giving you. And instead of ignoring them, actually listening to them and tweaking things as you go. So I hope this was helpful for you. Let me know what resonated, what comes up from this. I am just like, this was such a good question. And I don't think I've ever actually talked about it explicitly on the show. So I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. As always, come DM me. Let me know what's going on in your world. Share this with a friend who you think could really support yourself. Who, la, 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 who you think this could really support. Um, and I love you so much. Thank you again for being here. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.